How about that? Today is the last day of July already. In weather, there are always surprises. So what were those surprises in June and July? What is August likely to bring us? Let's dig in. Here's Andre. 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 Hi, everybody. Happy Monday and welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and periodically some, hopefully anyway, interesting off-topic episodes that I will toss in on Open Line Friday. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Bertier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, this is episode number 549. Today is Monday, Meteorological Monday, last day of July. As you just heard from someone who sounds strikingly similar to Olivia Newton-John. Wow. A very sweet Australian voice indeed to usher us out of the second full month of meteorological summer. We're about to make that switch to the last month of summer. However, not to worry, we still have plenty of summer left, but just exactly what will that look like? We still have some pretty toasty months. The month of August can be quite hot. September can be pretty toasty, too, and even October. Now, we're not going to delve into autumn just yet, but we will in just a little bit. Look at the month of August to see what is right around the corner. All right, let's dig in as we have one more month of meteorological summer to go. That'll be August. We'll look at August here in just a second. But first, let's look behind us as we all have basically terrible weather memories. Now, I say that from experience. Even meteorologists, even somebody in my profession who daily gets into the numbers, gets into things like Departure from normal, the highs, the lows, the record highs, the record lows, all of that. Well, there's a little bit of data overload. And we, too, tend to remember weather patterns based on things that are going on in our lives. For instance, parties, birthday parties or get-togethers that were supposed to be outdoors and weren't. Those tend to stick out and those tend to stay in our memory a whole lot longer Or maybe you're anticipating a 90-degree day and you love hot weather and it didn't reach 90. We had one of those recently last week. We were really anticipating actually several days of 90-degree weather, but not a single one of them reached 90. We went into the upper 80s. We hit a high of 89, for instance, on the 26th. And then we stayed low to mid-80s on a day when surprise thunderstorms capped the temperature pretty early on. So weather can have a whole lot of surprises, and we tend to remember those surprises if it disrupts something in our personal agenda. That's why I say we all have short weather memories. So it's always best to look at the numbers. This episode will be heavy in numbers, 
And you may want to have a pen or pad handy and write some of these numbers down if, in fact, you are interested in that kind of thing. Let's look at the month of July. We only had one 90-degree day, and that was July 5th. And that was pretty late. That was also the first 90-degree temperature of the summer season. Will we see any more? Well, that's still yet to be debated. I'm sure that there is plenty of time in August, even in September, to hit 90. So don't worry about that if you're a warm-weather fan. We will get into August here in just a second. Let's get back to the topic at hand. The month of July. Well, it averaged at one degree below normal for the entire month. Now, I know we have one more day to add to that. It's very likely we'll stay in the below normal category. However, it's not going to pull that down all that much because we have 30 days under our belt. And as most of you know, anything in the plus or minus two degree range for any 30-day period, is pretty much considered right on par, basically a normal month. Now, rainfall, that was a different story. We started out maybe on the dry side, then all of a sudden we got hammered with a whole lot of thunderstorm days that produced almost seven inches of rain for the month of July. That's actually a good thing. Because we started June off so, so dry. We had a 21-day stretch in May and June where we didn't see a drop of rainfall. And so we are essentially just catching up and getting that ground back to where it should be. And for the month of July, 3.20 inches above normal. Well, what about the month of June? Well, in terms of rainfall, we were essentially normal. Four inches 3.99 to be official, which is only a surplus of 0.16 inches. So again, for all intents and purposes, that makes it a perfectly normal rainfall month for the month of June. But where it was abnormal was the temperature. It averaged 3.2 degrees below normal. Remember, the plus or minus 2 degree rule, that's outside of that, So that is significantly cooler than normal by one degree or so. But when you combine both June and July in terms of temperature, you'll see the map that I am posting on episode number 549 on weatherjazz.com. And you'll see the composite two months pretty close to normal. There appears to be a little cool spot In the upper Midwest, that's where it's centered, kind of edges into the Ohio Valley. And if you're looking for any warmth, well, that was essentially in the southwestern states especially, and a little bit of the south-central states vis-a-vis Texas. Okay, let's look forward now to the month of August, which begins tomorrow, Tuesday. What about the entire month? Now, Quite honestly, it is not very often that I agree with the long-range forecasts from the National Weather Service. They tend to have an interesting bias, but there appears to be a pretty strong probability that a trough of low pressure will keep temperatures below normal in the upper Midwest, in Minnesota, in Iowa. And you'll see that clearly. Once again, go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 500. And 49, 
and you'll see the monthly temperature outlook for the USA for the month of August. Now, it will be or should be above normal for New England and extending or swooping all the way down to Florida and then across to Texas with a pretty strong chance of some much above normal temperature patterns developing for places like Seattle, Portland, and maybe extreme northern California. Now, the map that you will see, again, episode 549, does show that the Ohio Valley will be maybe slightly better than 50-50 chance of being a little above normal. I tend to disagree with that. However, early on in our summer forecast, we did call for a cool start, a very slow start, and that if the heat built in, it would likely be in the month of August and early September. Now, that's something we still have to see, but that's really not a pattern that we have seen even trying to develop as of yet. The winds aloft frequently are out of the northwest, and that's what's bringing in the cooler, drier, and refreshing air here in the Ohio Valley for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. And the overall pattern may continue to persist, at least giving us a predominant northwest or west-northwest wind flow, which will keep temperatures under control and could very well prevent very much of a chance of a 90-degree day in August. Now, historically, we have quite a number of 90-degree days that do show up. I suspect that we'll still see a handful, but just exactly what that looks like going into August and early September is still yet to be determined. And that will be determined by just exactly how predominant the northwest winds or the west-northwest winds across the Ohio Valley will persist. Now, that's something that you should keep in mind and keep an eye on. Look at the 500 millibar wind flow map, and that will pretty much tell you what to anticipate looking forward as we go into the month of August. In terms of precipitation, it appears as though we have equal chances of above or below normal. So in other words, near normal with an above normal swath stretching from near Kansas City all the way out to the Carolina coast. Again, the map I'm describing to you can be found on weatherjazz.com, episode number 549. Well, there you have it as we get ready for this last month of meteorological summer. I have noticed recently that it's getting darker a little earlier these days, maybe just enough to perceive it. But let's face it, not enough to make a big deal about it. We still have August left to go. By the end of August, though, we will notice some distinct light differences as we head into this last month of meteorological summer. Hope your summer is going well. And if you have somebody that you know is interested in all these stats and figures, make sure to point them to weatherjazz.com. I would certainly appreciate it. We'd love to get more and more listeners as we go along. We have well over 100,000 in the audience and 100,000 plus downloads. The exact number is now beginning to approach 115,000. Thank you so much for making Weather Jazz so popular. Well, do you have a question or topic suggestion 
I always welcome your input. You can email me, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. And you can also leave me a voicemail on the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line to 34525-5888. Science Wednesday coming around in just a couple of days. We'll return to our Big Blue Marble series. You never know where we're going to end up on planet Earth. We'll catch you then right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe.